Glad that you're with us. You may have to scrunch in a little bit. We've got folks still coming in. And so, yeah, right? Come on in. Squeeze tight, squeeze tight. We've got some kids' tables kind of set up that are flopped down so they can draw and play. And we'll add more if we have to. Well, glad that you're with us. My name is Ray. I'm one of the pastors here at New City serving alongside you, and we are so glad that you're with us here today. We have uh, kind of a slideshow going of this past year and just some of the photos and things that we've been doing. And man, it has been just an awesome year. Um, Little did I know that a year and a half ago, when my wife and I moved here from Arkansas, that we and I'm going to try to make it through this without crying. All right, I, I didn't make it in our in our volunteer meeting before this. I didn't make it without crying. So, but I'm going to try my best. All right, so here we go. So, a year and a half ago, when my wife and I moved here, we had little thought that we were going to plant um, even a new city campus. We had moved here to plant our own campus or our own church, and so we were here for about three months. And uh, Pastor Matt Miller, our lead pastor at New City, approached me and he said, hey, you need to decide at some point, are you going to plant with New City or are you going to plant on your own, right? And in my kind of even prideful heart, I said, well, I'm going to plant my own church, right? That's what I'm doing. And I thought that I had this pathway laid out for myself, catch that, myself, of how that was going to go down. Two weeks later, he comes to me and he says, hey, we have a group of folks who love the Lord that want to partner with New City, but we need leadership for that place. And so Abby and I took that and for several weeks prayed over that, wrestled with that, and felt like that's what the Lord was asking us to do. And we stepped into that. And then a year ago, many of you were here, we launched as New City Church Miriam. And this process, I can be honest with you, has not been the easiest, but it has been a beautiful thing. But I go back to the statement I made a minute ago. I thought I had a path laid out for myself, but the Lord said, nope, this is how we're going to do it, right? And in that, He has brought into our lives each and every one of you. Whether you, we have been here the whole past year or today's your first day, guess what? God has brought you into our life and brought you into this place for a purpose and a reason. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing that he has knitted together. And so today, again, we're going to just celebrate, okay? Now, with that, in this past 10 weeks, okay, we have been walking through this series called Believe, Okay? And these past 10 weeks, we have been talking about how we think like Jesus, right? So how do we think like Jesus and what does that look like? And so we've talked about what that looks like from the standpoint of a vertical relationship with God himself and a horizontal relationship with the people around us, right? Now, doesn't that sound familiar? The command that Jesus gives, love God and love others, right? Now, here's what he's kind of began to walk through in these next 10 weeks as we've started now a new 10 weeks, all right? We're going to be walking through how we act that out, 
Now, not that like we're actors on a stage, but how we put these things that we believe about God into motion and into place in our lives. All right? And so today, what we're starting with is this, the act of worship. Like how we worship God and how we bring all these things that we think about Him before Him to this place of worship. Now, here's the deal. We as believers can often and easily think like Jesus. Well, this is what I probably ought to do, right? But we're going to put it into action today. So you're not going to have to listen to me a lot, okay? But hope... Hey! Thanks for that. But here's what we are going to do today, okay? You're going to have to listen to the Holy Spirit. There you go. And today we're going to have a time of just extended worship through song, okay? And so we're going to put it into action. But I have a scripture that I want to read for you, okay? And it says this, Psalm 95, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before Him with thanksgiving and extol Him with music and song. And so that's really what we're going to do today, okay? Now, we went to this conference this past week and the speaker made this statement. He said, we can't take for granted the small start moments, right? The small start moments. Now, you maybe have heard me talk about before this idea of of planting a church is a lot like just planting a plant, right? And so when you do that, like we're starting our garden now. Actually, Jim Hauser is starting our garden in our backyard right now. So I know it's going to grow and not die. But here's the thing. There's this moment where you have to prepare the soil and ready it, right? Then you put the seed in the ground, and then the seed starts to pop out of the dirt, right? But I don't think we ever celebrate the moments of toil in the dirt. Like we're not like, woohoo! But I do believe for us at New City, here's the thing. This past year has been that soil prep time. Right? We've been working, maybe even it felt like in the dirt sometimes. But we've been prepping the soil and we've maybe even as discipleship has started up, we've begun to put some seeds in the ground and we're maybe even starting to see a little bit of something pop through the dirt. But the cool thing is this, is that if we allow Jesus to continue to water that, the Holy Spirit to continue to water that, guess what it's going to do? It's going to continue to grow. So today, here's what I want us to do. I want us to celebrate that moment that is often not celebrated, right? The toil, the digging in the dirt, the prepping the land, the prepping our hearts, prepping our lives for what God has for us, okay? And so we're going to celebrate that again. The band's going to come back up, and they're going to lead us through some songs. We're going to hear some testimonies and stories of what God's been doing just this past year, and we're just going to celebrate what He has done in this, I believe, prep season for our lives, all right? So let me pray for us And then we'll continue forward this morning. And what an appropriate day for us to be talking about as well, worship. So we're going to put it into action, okay? All right, here we go. Father, we thank you so much for everything that you have done this past year. Lord, we thank you for the small moments. We thank you for the big moments. Lord, we thank you for the transformation that you are bringing in the lives of each of us. 
Lord, may we be closer to you than we were a year ago today. And Lord, as we look back in the next year, may we be closer to you than we are here today. And Lord, these past 10 weeks, we've been talking about what we think. But Lord, these next 10 weeks are the harder weeks as we talk about how we, how we do that. How we live out our love for our neighbor. How we live out our love for you. And what that looks like in our lives on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. In our families. In our workplace. And the places that you have put us. Lord, not on accident, but on full purpose for your glory. So Lord, today, as we just think about maybe the hard moments of this past year. Or Lord, we think about the glory and celebration moments of this past year. Lord, may we fall before you as a faithful and honest God that loves and cares for each and every person in this room. And may we celebrate you and who you are. Lord, I thank you for just your consistency and the consistency that you bring no matter how we stray, how, no matter how close we stay to you, whatever it looks like, you are consistent in your love for us. May that come out in our worship. May your faithfulness come out in our worship. May our love for you come out in our worship in this time. Lord, your Holy Spirit, we invite into this place, fall on our hearts today. Lord, may we step before you as though we are in the throne room before you and praise you with our hearts and our minds and our souls. For you are a mighty, mighty God that deserves it. We give this time to you in your son's name. Amen. Well, you can have a seat for a minute. I'm going to ask Kristen Allison, our children's director, to come up. And she's just going to share a little bit about just what she's seen happen in this past year and what she's seen God do. All right? So give her a warm welcome. How do you do? Sorry, I'll get this out of your way. morning. This is such a fun day, um, and we're glad that you're here. Ray asked me to share um, some ways that I have seen growth happen in our church family over the last year, and it's kind of hard to narrow down, but as we were worshiping this morning um, as a group of volunteers before everyone arrived, um, God gave me this picture in my head And I was picturing, I was kind of watching this happen, but I was seeing a mom and a little one who's just learning how to walk. And you know when your kids are in that phase and they want to walk and they don't want you to hold them, but it takes forever to get anywhere. And so you're like doing this thing and following them, you know, and you're going down and you think, oh my goodness, there's this, we got to get to here and it's going to take forever And so you're just going, you know, step by step by step. And then all of a sudden, you're there. And you look back and you see this distance that you've covered step by step. I just looked at you and that was not a good plan. Um, By step. And what happens when a little one is learning to walk? They fall. They trip over something in the path. And yeah, we've had those moments this year. It hasn't always been easy. It hasn't. But look at where we are and what God has done. And if I could sum it up, what I'm seeing in our church family 
is all of us learning how to take Jesus as Savior and move to Jesus as Lord. That is what I'm seeing. We have a lot of us, maybe you grew up in church, maybe you didn't, but you've made that statement like, I believe in Jesus. And I remember when all this transition was happening, I remember them talking about this, Jesus is Lord. And I thought, oh yeah, mm -hmm, I got that. I believe in Jesus. Yep. Good check. Got it. And the more I started hearing them talk, the more I was like, oh, it's different. It's different. Jesus as Savior is all about what Jesus did for us. He came. He lived a perfect life. He died for our sins, and he rose again, and we're going to celebrate that in a few weeks. He rose again. And because of that, we have new life in him, new life in him. But that new life then becomes Jesus is Lord of that life when you learn how to live that out. And the way I've seen us live that out, I mean, time, talent, treasures, we're learning how to take these things that we've been given and truly submit under that lordship and say, okay, God, you've created me this way. You've given me these resources. You've helped me with these relationships. Now what? What do you want me to do with this? And instead of it being our vision, it's become Jesus in us and out to our community. That's what I'm watching happen, and it has been such a joy um, to be a part of that. Um, the verse that he put in my heart for that, oh goodness, let's see, purple bookmark, got it, okay, uh, Luke nine twenty three. he said to his, he's talking to his disciples, this is right after Peter's confession of Christ, when Jesus says, who do people say I am anyways, and says, oh, Moses, Elijah, and he said, but who do you say I am, he says, you are the Christ, the Messiah, and Jesus says, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself daily, Take up his cross and follow me. Jesus as Lord is a daily choice, a daily choice to submit your resources, your time, your relationships, your talents, everything you can think of to his lordship. And that's what I've watched us do. And it's just, I mean, I watched us this week, like we're interacting with people that we've never met. Some of us would have huddled in a corner in fear last year and not talked to those people, me being one of them. Like I don't do that well. And I've watched us step out and make these relationships and connect and give of our time in that way. Um, and I'm just... I'm proud of us. I'm proud of what I see God doing in that way. Um, and then I think uh, my challenge, I guess, would just be for us to not be comfortable in this. Like, this is an awesome Sunday, and I want us to celebrate, and I want us to worship. That's what we're talking about this morning. And, you know, when Jesus is Lord of those areas of your life, that is your act of worship. And in Romans, Paul says, um, offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing. And the things that we do are our acts of worship. And so it's our, like, thank you, God, for what you, thank you, Jesus as Savior, for what you've done. Now let me live that out in these ways. And that's what we're learning how to do as a church body. Um, and so I guess my challenge for us as we go forward in this year, and we're stopping, starting to pop up out of the dirt Let's not stop learning and growing and submitting and constantly cycling back to 
what areas do I need to submit and where can I grow and where can I learn? Um, so anyway, that's all. Thank you. Well, I've also asked uh, Jake Peterson to come and share with you a little bit about just what's happening in discipleship. So like I said, we've kind of planted some little seeds, right? We've had some seeds now in the ground and we've, we've started discipleship here at New City. And so uh, Jake and I lead one of our D groups together and we've just seen God do some great things in uh, the lives of of the guys that we're leading. And so I asked him just to share a little bit with you about what that's just kind of look like. All right. And so there you go. He might preach. So hold on, but give him a warm welcome. You knew what this was. So truth be told, Ray asked me over a week ago if I would share today and I have the mind of a goldfish. And so I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. And then I forgot. (laughs) I'm like, oh, and so I'm out there just trying to let the spirit work over me. Like, what am I going to say specifically about transformation in these men's lives? First, I want to give a shout out to uh, the guys in our discipleship group. We got Jim Moss, who actually goes to the Shawnee campus. We got Jake Drummond, Doug Eichmann. We got uh, Dave Borden, Ryan Schmidt. Did I say Jake Drummond already? All right. He needs it twice. He's chasing his. <laughs> he's chasing Dax around. I see him run. Um, so I'm going to pull a tiny veil of discipleship back because I want to speak about the transformation that I see these guys going through as we walk through our lives together. And early on in our meeting, we asked, we all did it, but we asked our guys to kind of just draw a picture of what their relationship with Christ looks like so we could get a better idea of, of what it is. And so it, we have a visual, you know, each one of us has a visual picture of what our relationship with Christ is like. I'm not going to tell you what those are all because that's our stuff. We get to talk about that in group. However, we all had a picture, and then recently uh, we didn't redraw the pictures, but we just went around the group and talked, you know, what does it look like to you now, you know, if you were to draw. And I'm just going to tell you, it's different. It's different. There's, there's pictures of not knowing and then more understanding. There's pictures of Jesus further away and he's closer as in. There's a picture of Jesus not touching a guy. And now he's holding the guy, you know? So there's transformation. And it it blows my mind because we also keep pounding these guys, hey, abide, abide, abide. You'll you'll, you'll hear that word a lot, you know, in in discipleship. And that's all that is, is being in the word, you know. And there's two questions. What is God saying to you and what are you doing about it? And you don't know what God's saying to you unless you're in his word. So he can tell you what he's saying. And then you got to have action. But first, you got to be in the in the Word, and I'm telling you, man, these guys—they're in the Word. They're in the Word, and when you are in the Word, the Lord cannot help but speak to you. And so, like recently, also, we asked him, like, "Hey, you know, accountability." I'm like, "Hey, guys, what are you guys doing?" You know, and we all are truthful in there. And these guys are in the Scripture, and I know they're in the Scripture because we have. You know, we use WhatsApp so we can, throughout the week and throughout the days, we can talk to each other. Hey, we're meeting here. We're doing this. We're doing that. What are you going through? Whatever. There's a thing called Kairos moments that we walk each other through. And I'm like, all right, WhatsApp is going to be great. That way, Ray and I can reach out to our guys. We can encourage them throughout the week. And I'm telling you, these men that we are leading are reaching out and encouraging us as leaders on the daily. They are giving us scripture. 
whenever there's struggles, they are encouraging each other. And it is just absolutely amazing. So I see the transformation happening in their lives. I know they're in Scripture because they're giving it back to us. When we're going through life and life's smacking us in their face, we can give each other Scripture, and then the Lord speaks to that through us. And I also want to take this time to give a shout-out to the unsung heroes of men discipleship. Abby Peoples, Alyssa Drummond, Courtney Schmidt, Ginny Borden, Morgan Eichmann, Shawnee Tina Moss, my wife Brandy Peterson. You are allowing your men the time. I know you all have families. I know it's tough, especially young children, other children on the way, trying to create families. You women, your time is not wasted. I know it's tough to do life without these men. To give them up, you know, time on the weekend, when we go out into mission, I'm telling you, talk to my wife, Brandy Peterson, if you need some encouragement, because she wanted me to change, and then there's transformation in my life, and then she's like, oh, crap. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so something that you're going to see, women, and some of you, what you're going to see in this church, as these men go through discipleship, there is going to be more transformation. And then when God changes your life, you cannot help but want to share. Dax, what's going on, buddy? You cannot help but want to share that with everybody else. You want to make disciples yourself. And it's going to create more time. So you women, you wives, you women of these men, thank you. Thank you for giving up your time so we can invest in these men. But the Lord is moving in them. And it will produce fruit. Ray was talking about uh, prepping in the garden this morning, and and I, you know, goldfish brain. I even forgot. Oh yeah, year celebration. <laughs> and so I also want to thank, you know, when Brandy and I came in here and decided to plug in, there was already a pretty established group of people, and we didn't know if we were going to be accepted in. And I just want to thank everybody for welcoming up us with love and open arms. We feel loved and we feel, feel part of the family here. And there's a scripture that I've been praying um, on a daily basis, and it, it didn't hit me until Bray was talking this morning about the, uh, you know, planting the seed and it growing, and how we've been in this year of preparation. And this scripture, and you can turn there if you've got your Bibles, is Isaiah 61. And the headline of the scripture is, the year of the Lord's favor. So as we continue in discipleship and as we continue to invest into the community here and we got things going on, I know yesterday was a bumpy road with harvesters, <laughs> but we're going to continue to do that. We're going to reach out to the community. Thank you for the people that are coming here and helping us out. I appreciate you. I heard that the, uh, you know, the, the block parties and stuff we were doing were successful. So we're, we're reaching out. So we've cultivated the soil. And we're getting ready to head into the year of the Lord's favor. And I'm going to read this real quick. Isaiah 61. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to, to comfort all who mourn, and provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, 
and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will, they will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Strangers will shepherd their flocks. Foreigners will work their fields and vineyards. And we will be called priests of the Lord. You will be named ministers of our God. And you will feed on the wealth of nations. And in their riches we will boast. Instead of our shame we will receive a double portion. And instead of disgrace we will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land. And everlasting joy will be yours. For you, the Lord, love justice. You hate robbery and wrongdoing. In my faithfulness, I will reward my people and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. That may be prophetic peoples. (laughs) All who see them will acknowledge, acknowledge these are the people the Lord has blessed. I delight greatly in my Lord. My soul rejoices in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For the soil makes the sprout come up, and a garden causes seeds to grow. So the sovereign Lord will make righteousness and praise spring up before all nations. Amen. Thank you, guys.